It's the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 43. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. We're talking Gopher football again this week, and we're thrilled to hear from one of our favorites. Golden Gopher wide receiver Chris Altman-Bell is our guest this week, and he tells us about the heartbreak of suffering a season-ending knee injury earlier this year, watching his teammates have success, and what he thinks of the season so far and also what he thinks about his future. I know you'll enjoy listening to Chris as the podcast moves forward. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone, and True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. You can get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. The Go Gopher podcast with Mike Grimm is also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, making it easier with local financial experts available to help in person or virtually. Learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at champlininsurance.com. I invite invite you to subscribe to our podcast. It's free to click the subscribe button. You can listen for free at any time. You can also go back and listen to our podcast from previous weeks. That includes last week's show. We had a reporter's roundtable with Andy Greeter and Daniel House discussing the season to date. This week, we're talking Golden Gopher football once again on the Go Gopher podcast. It's episode number 43. Gopher great Chris Altman-Bell, our guest. But first, a word from Tony. Hey, Gopher fans, this is your State Farm agent, Tony Hoagland. We are super excited to be part of the new Mike Grimm Show on Talk North. For the year of 2022, we will be donating $10 to the University of Minnesota Children's Masonics Hospital for everyone that calls our office or checks in with us online and mentions that they heard about us on Talk North and the Mike Grimm Show. We are really excited again that Mike came on board with Talk North. You can reach us at 763-421-4900. You can find us on the web at champlininsurance.com. Again, 763-421-4900 or find us on the web at champlininsurance.com. Roll the boat, Sky Uma, go Gophers. It's episode number 43, the Go Gopher podcast. We are talking Gopher football this week, and Chris Ottman-Bell joins us here. We're on campus recording this, and Chris, good to see you. Good to see you too, man. How, um, yeah, for sure. We, we appreciate you coming on and sharing some insight. How are you feeling? I think people are wondering how, how uh, obviously, you're early on in recovery, uh, both physically and mentally. How is this unfolding for you? Um, I'm still blessed and grateful, I would say. Uh, it can be way worse than what it is. I'm just taking every day step by step, uh, enjoying the little victories and the small steps in this process. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm happy to be here, man. I'm just I'm just happy to be alive. God gave me another day, so I always think of it. It can always be worse than what it is. So every day I'm just smiling in the training room. But by the time I get done with treatment, I'm definitely probably in a different mood, bending my knee and things like that. But uh, I'm just happy to be able to still be, you know. In a good circumstance, you know. And, and around the program, how much does it help to still be around your friends when you're going through oh, something yeah. like this? Uh, it's amazing. I lean on my guys all the time. I'm with Brav almost every night. Mo, um, new Call of Duty just came out. See, so all the guys just gaming on COD. So um, it's good to be around the guys, man. It's because at certain certain points in, the, in being in a facility or watching the guys play, it's like you're here, but you're not there. Like you're in meetings, but none of the information pertains to you. So uh, just being around the guys is a good, is a good thing. You know, it keeps your spirits up. 
up seeing those guys play ball and have fun. And it's kind of like you're playing through them and living through them. So Yeah, and you have been at practices too. And I know you're still even doing some coaching of your yeah. position groups. I know the wide receivers like to, to hear from you. And then um, sometimes I feel for you because I'm watching practice and I know you'd love to be out there and you're mm-hmm. sitting there on that stationary bike pedaling away to, yeah. you know, get – get going, get the blood flowing, do whatever, you know, help with the leg. And, um, but, but being at practice, I would, would think is, is uh, good and bad, right? Yeah. You want to be out there, but yeah, you're still a, around it. It's a, it's, it's a, t- it's a tough situation. Um, you just love, cause I love football. I love this since I was a kid and this, you know, when the game's taken away from you and you feel like you're taking it for granted, it hurts a lot. Like it's kind of what I feel like last year. Um, it's just like those feelings of like, man, you watching it, but you're not out there. Like I can't be out there running the routes or catching the ball from Tanner, especially it's a lot of mixed emotions. I, I'll probably, They'll never play another game with Mo, obviously, or Tanner and like DMS. So it's just kind of hard. I can't move on with my class. So it's just hard to see those guys. It's not hard to see it, but it's hard to not be out there. But I love seeing those guys play ball. I love watching them. I guess it's like a different perspective for me now. Like uh, when I had my pre-surgery opt and everything, um, I watched those guys on TV and it's a different perspective for me. I feel like a fan. Like I was live tweeting the whole Michigan State yeah. game and things like that. But uh it's it's good to be around those guys and see them keep developing and having fun for the rest of the season. We got like twenty some days left for the entire season and you know, whatever happens, happens. But I'm um, just trying to enjoy my time with these guys and just think of the most positive things that we can think of. Right. So. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, the live tweet of the Michigan State game, so I got a couple of angles. Um, I'm glad you brought it up because, obviously, while, while I'm doing the game on the radio, I'm not watching too closely on Twitter. So it wasn't until maybe Monday yeah. I was thumbing through and I saw a few retweets from people, and I'm like, oh, man. So I won't. I go back yeah. to follow the whole thing. It was so cool, right, because it's a week after you suffer the injury. Uh, yeah, I think he had surgery that Wednesday, right, yeah. before the game, or before on that game week, and then you couldn't make the trip. And then to see, uh, and obviously I knew then how the game went. Um, and to me, this is the second part of this question. I think in my time here, so I've been here uh, in, in one role or another, this is my 17th year here, and there's been good receivers. You got Eric Decker and Drew Wolitarski and a lot of guys, at the KJ May, you, and we know about Bateman and, and Johnson and mm-hmm. all these guys. Um, but I thought in one individual game as a positional group, that Michigan State game may have been the best positional day that I've seen, right? Uh, There were three incompletes on 26 attempts, no drops. There wasn't a single drop. Guys were making catches on comeback throws, you know, in traffic, Mm -hmm. contested. Um, So I thought that was cool. And then to see you get to watch it, these are your buddies, these are your brothers. um, And, um, you know, in, in the best, you know, the best circumstance you could make out of a bad situation. You're tweeting, live yeah. tweeting, watching these guys perform, you know, four or five days after your surgery. Yeah. It was I, a, I mean, what was that like? It was amazing. Um, Brev gave me the idea to live tweet it because I, I knew I was standing back. I was like two days out of surgery. I knew they wouldn't let me, bring me on the trip. So um, as I'm just, I'm getting ready for the game, I'm super anxious. Like I, it just felt like, I'm like I said, it's a new perspective for me. So I'm watching the game from from a TV standpoint. I'm watching the guys warm up. Like I'm just, I'm just watching everything. I'm just, I just get to live tweeting each and every play. Um, defense is making plays. I'm doing the bushwhacker thing for the for, for Mariano and the linebackers and all the guys with ball. I'm just live tweeting everyone, adding everyone who's making plays. Literally everyone showed up that day and just played ball, man. It was just a great feeling to, like, just, just to see it. I wish I was there. I never got to play against Michigan State or at Michigan State. It's things like that that kind of that hit me. So like to see those guys go there to a, a great opponent still to this day, no matter the record, they're still a great team. Um, to still to go over there to, to Michigan State and, and like, just beat them that bad and just to see all the guys making plays, it was just awesome to see, man. I was just live tweeting each second, like 
like every play, you know, it was a five yard run, uh, two yard run. I was just tweeting every play, man, to everybody, man. It was just awesome. This is it's a great feeling to see those guys playing ball. Total domination too in that one. Thirty four seven. Both sides of the ball were fantastic. Your guy Tanner Morgan, player of the week in the Big Ten, based on his performance that week, and the receivers certainly had a role in that. And then in the locker room, they they FaceTime yeah. or whatever was it FaceTime? Yeah, Trill Trill yeah. had FaceTime me, man. It was it, it was cool because uh, G G had texted me and he was like, uh, we're gonna we're gonna end up FaceTime you, so be ready. And then uh, Heather had texted me as well, so we're gonna FaceTime you. And then Trill had FaceTime me and put me up in front of everybody. It was awesome. I was screaming all in my room. I was <laughs> chanting along with the with the guys on the phone. So it it was a it was a really mixed emotion type day. I obviously wanted to be there. I always wanted to play, but they made me feel special and they made made sure that I was a part of the part of the victory. So. Yeah, I mean, was how emotional was it for you? Uh, it was it was it was it was definitely during that time. Uh, I was questioning a lot of things and just just to be able to still be brought in and 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 involved with the guys during that win. It, it felt good, man. They didn't. It's like they didn't forget about me. They called me and made sure I was there to you know because it, it was it was it was an exciting feeling, man. Now I'm gonna throw your guy Mike Brown Stevens under the bus a little because when we interviewed him, I think it was the following Tuesday about it. Yeah, he's like I had forgotten about. Uh, Chris, and then they flash him on uh, on the FaceTime. I'm like, oh yeah, Chris, hey, hey, what are you doing? So, so you know, he he was, uh, and he had a great game, obviously, as yeah. did all that receiver group. So uh, he was excited to to remember after he forgot you. But, um, <laughs> uh, the other thing that caught me that week, and I um, I remember that Wednesday practice because that's when when you had the surgery, and I, I would, you know, I think generally, if you're going to have surgery, you might just wake up and head to the hospital, but you didn't. You woke up, and you came to practice. Yeah. How come? What would you want to – why uh, on that day did it's you – It's always – no matter what, what I'm going through, it's always bigger than me. So I know me being there and coaching the guys up before even the surgery or just being present and just being able to be around the guys in a football environment and stuff, football in my mind is – Kind of that's kind of what I thought it was, you know. It's, at this point, like my role, I knew my role completely changed as soon as I went down in the field. So that's when I turned into more of a leader, more of a, a team captain in that way, and more of a vocal leader and action leader. So I just knew me showing up and being there, get the guys good spirits, and just showing them that hey, I'm about to get surgery, but at the end of the day, I'm still here for you guys. I'm still here to coach you up, still here to lead you guys and support everyone. So I think being there was a big thing for everyone. Um, Fleck had shouted me out before after practice saying like he's about to get surgery, pray for him, blah blah blah. So uh, it was it was a good feeling, man. I I, I couldn't just, just go straight to surgery. Right. I, I had to come see my guys first and be around my guys before I went in, because it's kind of just like kept me kept me calm. Because I'm pretty anxious when it comes to surgeries, man. It's uh, I'm a, I'm not a big needle guy, so uh, the, the one one thing I thought about all day was uh the IV. That IV going I hate in, yeah. I, I literally hate IVs. I hate just needles. People say like you have all these tattoos, this and that. Why do you hate needles? I'm like it's the difference between a needle jab and you and a deep needle going inside of you. So <laughs> the whole day I was thinking about. Man, I gotta get this this dang IV in my arm, man. And uh, they kind of kept me calm and remember, kept me cool all day. So once right. I got the surgery, it was it, I was ready to go because I seen my guys. So. Yeah, for sure. And on one side. You're showing them support. How much did it mean too? Because I, I noticed is that then as you were leaving, you know, PJ Fleck comes over, a bunch of those yeah. dudes come over. They giving you hugs, high fives, fist bumps, whatever, just to have that support uh, from them too. It's amazing, man. Since I've done it, since the night I did it, uh, not the night, but the day I did it against Colorado, um, I the texts I've gotten, the the calls I've gotten, the, the checkups every other day by guys on the team, the Tyler Newmans, the Mo coming to see me, Brev coming to see me, Bryce Williams, Trey, Mike, all the guys just like checking in, even Tanner. 
know, like literally every um, every one of my guys um, just texting, checking in on me when I'm in the facility, coming and talking to me, giving me a hug. Like it's just, it's like the little things like that, sure. man. I really, I really like I appreciate. Like you know, people know what you're going through. Like they, they it's like the empathy thing. Like they can put themselves in your shoes and they they know what it they don't know what it feels like, but they understand like the pain and I, how much I've been through. So it's just the, the like the small little hugs. Like man, like we're here for you. Like those things like they go a long way. So it's it, I love the support and it's something I truly appreciate. Some of the guys on the team have gone through that. Oh, yeah, you definitely. think about, you know, Preston Jellin and Clay Geary and Moe and a different injury, but yeah. he missed a year. Have they been able to definitely. offer some insight um, and support too? The Josh, Anis, Clay, sure. Braylon Oliver, like all these guys who've been through, even Moe, um, all the guys who've been through these injuries, man, I've asked them questions. I've asked them so many things just because they, they've been through it before me and they made it out of it and they, they're all doing great things now. So, um, I've asked some questions, asked some advice, books to read. I'm getting books from my strength coach, books from my trainer Joe. Um, I got to get a book from Coach Fleck now called the Fourth, uh, the Fourth Amendment or something like that. So I got to get that book from him. And uh, it's just those guys, man. It's, those are the guys I look up to now. Even uh, I did a podcast with Parker Fox yesterday. Yeah. And I, I was on his podcast, and even him, just those guys, I look, I look up to now in these situations because they've been through it and they're still going through it now. So I, I get nothing but advice from them, support. Um, what to do, like what's coming, like the pain that that's dealt with it, everything. Like I was literally just uh, before I got in the shower, I was talking to Josh Sonny about this cramp. I'm about to get in like my leg because yeah. I can't I can't do like a full body stretch because my my right my right thigh and the hamstring isn't activated yet. So I, I keep trying to do this full body stretch, but I can't do it completely because I can't involve my right leg. So I just every like all day like 24 seven I'm trying to get this full body stretch out that I've been trying to get since I woke up and I just can't get it and it keeps like kind of like starting like this cramp in my right leg. Oh. <laughs> so I was talking to Josh about that, man. And uh, like I said, and these guys, they're supportive. They know, especially the guys who've been through it, they know what it is. Like Braylon uh, texted me and called me right after the game. He left me like a, a two-minute a two voice message. He didn't text or blow my phone up. He left me a two-minute vo two voice message. And it honestly made me cry a lot because he knew what it was. He's been through it. I've seen him go through it uh, before 2020 happened. And uh, it, it was it was it was something that I always remember, man. His voice matches. He was yeah. he knew what it was. He he said, I already know what it is. Like just stay calm. I'm here for you. Like I'm I love you, brother. Like I'm here. And it's just those things that that go a long way. Yeah, for sure. So uh, book recommendations. Have you done a yeah. lot of reading now through this? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, my girlfriend's mom gave me a um a Tony Dungeon book. Uh, I I gotta check that out still. Uh, Parker gave me like an athlete's mind type book. I gotta get the Fourth Amendment book from um. Coach Fleck and uh, some other books I want to check out for sure and just to build my mind and keep going uh, I think it's one I we, we uh, went through as a team called Atomic Habits that I also want to get and check out so yeah. I think me starting to read will help me build my strong mind and mindset and just help me further down the road so we're talking here on a Wednesday take me through what the typical day is now for you <laughs> obviously you got practice yeah. and rehab and yeah. hanging out with the guys but what else goes into all of it um, it's a lot man it's not I really, it's really not a lot, but uh, <laughs> yeah, my whole like schedule and everything just flipped, man. Uh, Mondays, uh, not Mondays, but Tuesdays, uh, Thursdays, Fridays, Sundays, I lift. Um, and then once I get my treatment, it's pretty much me just, I'm done for the day. I either get it during meetings or after meetings. And once I get that out, I'm done for the day, whether I go to Twitter and do some work. Cause I have classes, but they're not like, um, attendance type. You just got to do the work online. Yep. So I just go to, go to practice, watch the guys, do my treatment before practice or after, um, go to Twitter 
if I need to to get some work done. It's like just small, busy work. I'm in grad school, so I, it's like it's not. Yeah. I don't know how much more work I can do. They can give me, you know, especially coming back probably another year. Yeah. Um, probably leave here a doctor. So, and then uh, it's just yeah, my schedule's pretty smooth, man. I it's just waking up, coming to lift, practice, treatment homework and then just me at home just we like just working on my knee or playing a game or just starting to keep my mind off of it and just yeah it's just small small things like that man just being with the guys during the night or checking in the dinner checking in lunch is not it's pretty much a different schedule when you're injured and out of the way so and, and now probably getting to know the medical and training staff yeah. better and oh yeah around them all the time Definitely. and what's what what how what what kind of a help are they in terms of here's oh, what you got to do and here's the progress big, we got to see um guys like matt I just started working with who's like a knee specialist, I believe. Um, Joe definitely sip, um, Ashley, Katie, all the all the trainers, man, they're they're amazing. Um, I love them to death. They show love and care every day. Like Joe, especially Joe, that's my like my right hand is like one of my best friends, really, as a trainer. He's become like my best friend being in there um every day. Um he knows when I'm down, knows when I'm up. Um he keeps me going. Even when I'm out of it, he still pushes me. He pushes like he he he's the guy that I I can let push my buttons. He he knows how to push my buttons and he knows how to like make me uncomfortable. But it's something that I need to keep going, especially with my knee. Like I can't like put my knees and I can't stand a certain way around him. I can't walk a certain way. Um I have to keep it straight around him or keep it super bent. He's just that guy that pushes me. To, and, and without him, like, I, I wouldn't be who I am today, honestly, um, whether with my knee. Like, even last year with my ankle, um, he pushed me super hard with my ankle. Like, I got back for the Colorado game and it way earlier than expected because he pushed me and helped me out. So, like, being with Joe and being with that type of energy and passion each day just to get better and keep going, like, it's just, a, yeah, I love it, man. It's just his help and his support, man, it goes a long way. So, shout out to Joe and the entire um, training staff, including Matt, who works with my knee and everyone else. So. Yeah. All right. So, you mentioned you're in grad school. What's your undergrad degree in and what's your, what are you uh, studying now in grad uh, school? That is, my undergrad is in youth studies and a minor in retail merchandise and I got my I'm getting my grad probably in another youth studies type of thing I just I love the kids man I'm, yeah. a, I'm a huge like thing for for I have a huge thing for trying to be a role model for kids across the world because um, like I said and and like not like I said but I had I had to talk to Parker about yeah, his yeah, yeah. Uh, talk I'm talking this podcast yesterday about this uh, it's, I love being a role model for kids because where I grew up at um, the people that I look up to fell off or went down the wrong path so it's something that I want to be in life whether it's just football whether it's for athletes or just normal kids who just you know I just want to be something kids can look up to um, be a mentor be a sorter they can lean on someone can talk to and someone that knows like I, I understand they've been through your, been through what you're going through so um, yeah you study is pretty much my thing um, I have a mind in retail merchandise as well because I love fashion I love clothing I love just being different and expressing myself in certain ways so uh, those is what I have it in what um, from that standpoint, you mentioned a role model, and and I know you guys, the whole team, and you're part of that uh, in terms of uh, the community service, the serving and giving. You go to the hospital. I mean, now you've been a, a patient in the hospital as yeah. well, but you go there and you see some of these young kids. And I know you're going to do something uh, with with uh, Brev, with uh, Casey O'Brien's. Yeah. Uh, we had him on the broadcast some on Saturday, and what a you know what a true hero he is, right? With what he's been trying to raise a million bucks, and he's like three quarters of the way there already yeah, for the hospital, um, but. But how important is that too to um, to to be part of uh, the community and to it's amazing, uh, you know man. embrace I that love, angle? I love serving and giving. Um, that's kind of been something I did before I even got here, and just being here in this program kind of helped me even you know explore more and, and be more open to it. So. 
Um, it's just something I'm always been about. I love like just putting myself in others, giving myself to others. It was a while ago. Uh, is I kind of want to get kind of deeper, but um, 2019, um, I was very depressed, very out of it, very suicidal, and I vowed and told myself that like, hey, like since obviously since you don't believe in yourself or this and that, how about we put yourself in others and just give yourself to others? So that's when a bunch of my community service started to come in. So I started to have, to have like a, a huge flow back in life because I, I gave myself to others and it's always bigger than me. I've always, I will always think that like it's others in this world that go through more and go through worse. Um, it's just things like that, man. I just love being able to give to others, serve to others, um, be there for others, just love others and care for others and just be that type of guy. So it's just, I've, I've always been a big thing for, for serving and giving and giving it to others. Like uh, I have a I have a bobblehead coming out and one of my bobbleheads, I'm um, whatever, whatever I make off of it, I'm giving to to cerebral palsy. Um, my little sister has cerebral palsy, so I just want to give it to one, one, one foundation for cerebral palsy and um, just anything I can do to make anything better for any situation, anyone who's going through anything and whatever someone needs I guess it's something I've, I've always been about helping others so in this case you helping others ended up helping yourself then, yeah it sounds like exactly right? I mean 100% at the end of the day and um and mental health as, as we talk about this um you know it's such a a huge topic and I know uh the athletic department at least is in, in yeah. the big 10 even has gone into really committing resources mm -hmm. to that have you noticed to that around oh, here and definitely just, man it, you know it's, it's a whole different thing what maybe even from 10 years ago yeah uh the there was a stigma like if you were a man you know yeah, well you're weak or whatever yep. well it's okay like yeah. everyone uh at some point is going to need help yeah. and uh i think the point now is if you think you need help don't be ashamed to go yeah. find ways to help right yeah for the people i guess who are listening to this uh is you're a way stronger man or woman um, or whatever you are. You're, you're you're completely stronger if you just open up and, and tell everyone. You know, um, I learned that out because we all grew up. I'm sure even back when you were when you were a kid, or it's always like to rub some dirt on it or grow up. Like you're no a doubt. man, like be a man, be tough, don't cry by it. Like boys don't cry, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, like it's open. It's okay to it's okay to cry. It's okay to have feelings. Like you're a human. Like you know, it's okay to have these emotions and, and these feelings. So, um, I've, I've always been a big thing, a big guy for mental health, especially especially when I was going through these things. Because that's where I'm at now. It's ten times a hundred. Wait, not even ten times. A hundred times better than what it was. Like I've realized what life is. Um, and mental health is a huge thing. You gotta have a great mind, a great mindset to to live this life. You can't be in a funk or, or you can't be depressed or down bad. You know to to go through life. So. Um, mental health is something that I push for definitely um, I've talked to Dr. Carly multiple times I have many more appointments coming up just to help you know clear the mind and clear my chest off so um, it's just something that I always per, uh, root for always just talk about because mental health is, uh, is, is, is a huge thing um, I always push for it it's something that's very very needed in this world and people that that are going through things they got to understand like it's okay to open up and let those things out man because that's the, that's the that's who the, the truest stronger people are with what you're going through now with the injury and missing the season um more challenges in that yeah. regard so how how have you been able to navigate through that and um, i don't know if embrace it is the right word yeah. but attack it yeah um it was actually once i found out i i, I knew i tore it since i once i grabbed my knee but once i they actually gave me the news like all right crap like you're done like we're sorry i, I, I got my last tears out um, and I looked at flag. I looked at my trainers. I said, "All right, let's go to work." Like there's nothing else I can do now. I accepted it. I accepted it. I can't go back and change it. And there's no waiting time. There's no way in life that you can go back and 
back you can't go like backwards in time you can only move forward so um i just knew what a time it was it's time to just go to work just rehab it each and every day and uh just keep going man you can you can never go back you just got to keep pushing like i accepted it what what had happened um and it's time to move forward and then uh for right now what i'm going through i just keep uh, all my faith in god i just keep moving forward i pray every day every night i meditate uh, i read books like i said and i just find things and hobbies to you know clear my mind so um it's, it's definitely a challenge especially with treatment bending it and doing all these things getting back but uh i'm just i'm just happy to be able to be alive each and every day man that's the one thing i it's one thing i talk talk about with uh coach brick um every time i see him man i just like hey, he gave us another another day to be alive yeah. you know it's another day to keep walking like i'm breathing right now so that's all I, that's all I, i'm happy to i'm happy enough to be able to breathe you know so right no matter what, man, no matter how hard life gets, no matter what I'm going through, it can always be worse. Someone's always going through worse. Um, I'm not homeless. I'm not starving. I'm not uh, battling um, certain diseases or certain things that can kill you. Like, I'm, I just have a, a bum knee, and I'll be back very soon. I, I just got to rehab and get back to it. So that's something that I've always realized and thought about is keep my faith in God, keep mush, keep pushing, and just keep rowing the boat, as people would say. So, uh, yeah. yeah. You mentioned um, when you were growing up, maybe some people— in your life and and people you knew had taken the wrong path. Yeah. Now you think about you now as a role model. One, you're a college football player, and that that's I think people can look up to that. But yeah. two, think about this now. You're gonna have your master's degree here exactly. before long. What's it mean just from an educational side? Throw football uh, yeah. out. You got your degree and now you're gonna have, you know, probably yes, a graduate sir. degree too. It's amazing. Um one of the biggest things I think about is my mother. Um, before I even got here, she've always wanted me to graduate from college. Like, just, just please get your degree. Just, my grandmother, too, just please get your degree. Please graduate. Please graduate. And um, that's kind of one of the biggest things I did because, honestly, like, I don't <laughs> I don't want to say the word hate because it's a strong word, but I truly, like, hate and dislike school. Like, there's been times I've broken down in front of the tutors and broken down in front of the teachers. Like, I just can't do this. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, I really hate, like, I even in high school, like, my freshman and sophomore year, I went to a Catholic school and and um, as you know, Catholic schools and private schools are way harder than public. And uh, it was hard to adjust definitely because I, for my first eight years of school, I've always, I was always public. And um, once I got to high school, my freshman and sophomore year, um, I struggled a lot. I still played through all my C's and everything. I was never ineligible, but I was always like a C, D-plus type guy there. And then my junior senior year, I picked it up and switched it up and I had to take some summer classes. And I didn't have fun summers or anything because I wanted to be better and get my grades back right so I can go to the next level. And um, I accepted that if I don't like school and if I, even if I even if I hate it, then like my mother and my grandmother like are in the back of my head, like you need to graduate. Like, please do this. Like, do this for us. We don't care about how many touchdowns or yards you get like just graduate for us so that was something that always pushed me and whenever I'm doing a homework assignment or a test like it's alright this is for my mom my grandma even if you dreaded it you're yeah. fighting through it even cause I know at the end of the day it's always everything I'm doing and all this hard work that I'm doing it's always for me but at the end of the day I have people in the back of my mind like we want you to do this and that so it's like alright I'm, I'm gonna do this for yeah. you so it's kind of one of the things I've always pushed through and got to. Uh, I graduated. I've had nothing but straight A's and B's probably in my last uh, 10 years I've been here. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then uh, it's just cool. It's like I can send my mom screenshots of my grades or this and that, and it's cool to see her react to from where I came from because I used to come home and literally like see my mom frustrated and, and just saddened by the way that I acted in class especially with her paying for a private school and it coming out of her pocket and I'm I'm just not doing right in class 
and just failing everything. So to get to this point now and see how much progress I've made with schoolwork and developing, applying myself to work and studying and, and getting these tests and quizzes done, it's just awesome to see, man. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I literally dislike school still to this point. But <laughs> when you see A's and B's coming in, you see you can send them to your mom with happiness and it's something that you can smile about. So. And, and, you know, an achievement there, right? I mean, the achievement, yeah. you can puff your chest out a little bit, exactly. right? Yeah. And now you can, when you go home and talk to young kids from your hometown yeah. or your home school, um, you got a great story to tell. Exactly. Them, right. I exactly. Mean, whether it's overcoming injury, whether yeah. it's overcoming, uh, you know, schoolwork uh, that started slow and you learn. Mm-hmm. Now you got a degree and a graduate exactly. degree. And, and probably another another one coming <laughs> another up one soon. Coming soon. I'll probably leave you a doctor. So. Yeah, they, that would be amazing. Right. I mean, yeah. you think about that. And then um, and you mentioned it, um, the fact that one, you're still around the program because you could once the injury hit, you could have just said, heck, I'm going to go somewhere else and yeah. train. But you're around the program. You're sticking it at, around your friends um there is a, they're going to apply maybe they have already that you could come back next year you yeah. have another eligibility so yeah. and i'm um, not asking you to, hey tell us what you're going to do nah, but definitely. uh you know as i mean as, there's yeah. an option there as soon as i got hurt uh fleck instantly he let me talk about like the injury he gave me some reassurance this was just a good guy and just talked to me and then he instantly brought up he was like you do have an option to come back next year because uh, if i did that injury like two games later and i wouldn't have had the option right. it's like the first four or five games something like that so um, honestly, I had that in the back of my head because I had a lot of doubt, a lot of worry because I knew that no NFL team would take a bum knee and a guy with not not as many stats, this and that. So um, I had that in the back of my mind. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but that's probably most of the, probably the thing I'm probably going to end up doing. If I want to continue my career and, and try the NFL and continue to chase my dreams and continue to play football the right way, I think I'll probably end up coming back. I don't see anything wrong with it. I can be in a program another year. I can probably rack up on some NIL things and do things for the community and the service. Um, I got another year to be able to go and go for me. I can hopefully finish out next season with the right way and go through a full season. Um, I've seen the schedule for next year. It's pretty exciting going to these places and playing these teams and stuff, man. So it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, most likely, I'll probably end up coming back. It's yeah. not pretty much, a, I don't think it's anything I can hide or anything. It's, <laughs> I think people are pretty, pretty sure people already know that I'm probably coming back. It's probably the best idea, the best thing to do. Um, scouts have said it. Said, said said the same thing. Like just rehab your knee, come back, and we'll see what happens from there. They said you have a good shot. If you just rehab your knee, come back and play ball. So put up some numbers, and exactly you got a chance. So uh, obviously, your hope is to play pro football. Definitely. Um, you've got a, uh, you know, you're gonna have some degrees as well. So whether it's pro football or pro football, and then after pro yeah. football, I've set uh, myself up for life. You've set yourself up, yeah. and. Um, you with, with kids it yeah. sounds like you want to work with kids somehow. oh yeah I can see myself being a coach uh, I've always <laughs> I've always had cool PE teachers Yeah. so I've always thought about sometimes being like a cool PE teacher or something but uh, definitely my main goal is to, to have like an outstanding career in the NFL um, that's something I can see myself doing whether it's offensively special teams whatever I can just go play, whatever, just playing ball in the NFL it's something I've always dreamed of so um, I definitely have um, a couple of things in the back of my head with, with kids and starting youth programs and camps and things like that and just exploring the world or either going to my minor within fashion and clothing and that going down that route is so many ideas and things I can open up to because um, I had a conversation with Coach Simon and he told me that uh, football is what you do, it's not who you are. 
Um, I'm a human being. I just play football as much as I love football. Much as, uh, how many opportunities and things open up to me playing ball. Um, it's not who I am. It's just what I do. So uh, it's just so many things I'm open up to and so many things that I can see myself doing in life, um, no matter what it is. So I have a bunch of things and I, I can, I've, I've thought about. So Yeah, man, it's amazing. It really is. We, um, I, I'd look forward to calling a few more number seven touchdowns. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> um, you mentioned uh, you have some bobbleheads and yeah. T-shirts and some other things. If people want to want to help uh, help you out with all of that stuff, what's the easiest way to get info? Um, you can probably go through like Dinky Town Athletes. Uh, they've been big help. Uh, shout out to the guy Derek who's helped all of us and athletes on campus with uh, putting money in our pockets and helping us uh, get a bunch of. Uh, bunch of flow in and just just showing us off and just you know it's helping us out with 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 the nil stuff man and just like you said uh, you can see Fleck talking about it in his interviews and things like that right. i think it's how athletes is a it's a huge step helps us uh with the community helps us get around with the fans and it's just they're just super helpful man and Derek is my guy i've been with him a couple of times did a couple of things with him i have like i said he set up this event this thursday for uh, yeah. me and brev to go um like i said yeah, it's just it's, 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 it's pretty cool man it's, uh, it's a lot of things and things like that so be watching for that bobblehead oh Oh, yeah, we got sure. uh, bobbleheads coming soon. Uh, it's probably just like a probably auction off one. Yeah, like I said, I'm gonna give it one. One went to my family. I have one at home. I'm gonna auction off one uh, to whoever for whatever money, and then I'm gonna. It's four of them. Uh, yeah, it's one of my family, one of myself. Um, auction off one to whoever and then like I said one's going to cerebral palsy for a yeah. good cause and uh, whatever I make off that putting towards that yeah, so and then the amazing. t-shirts have that's been great. a cool thing with my, my <laughs> hand on it uh, yeah. the bobblehead's pretty cool though that's like the uh, same as my shirt it's like just one regular arm to have like an arm like a crab and yeah. like a crab claw I did whatever. see that yeah I may have to I may have to add that to my say, it's cool yeah, and uh, sure. whatever happens next year I'll probably come up with some new things for the fans whether it's t-shirts another bobblehead yeah. more things the fans can get to know me more and things like that so I'm pretty excited for what Dinky Town Athletes can bring. Well, we have a $100 gift card to you thanks to our sponsor, Affinity Plus, uh, for all of you and your teammates that come on our Go Gopher podcast, a $100 uh, gift card from Affinity Plus. So uh, I think, um, I'm trying to remember, Tyler said he was going to fill his car up with gas, and Tanner said he was going to buy some food, and I think... Um, uh, I'm trying to think back. Mariano was definitely going to go out to a restaurant with it. So yeah. uh, we'll get you a hundred bucks. On I the appreciate gift card, it. I'll probably put it, it towards some, uh, some gaming things, man. Yeah, Call of Duty things or something, <laughs> but, or some food. We'll see, man. Yeah. I might just go put it towards someone else and, you know, by my little sister, <laughs> little brother or something, but I appreciate Very it. Very good. Well, we appreciate it. We thank Affinity Plus for sponsoring our player fro- uh, profile segment. You can uh, visit them at affinityplus.org slash go gophers. Well, we could talk forever so much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To talk about uh, can we have you back on here in a of few course. weeks? Of course, hundred percent. I like I like it. the podcast setting, man. I I did, like I said I did one with Parker yesterday, and I was like, man, I, we went for like forty minutes, and yeah. it didn't feel like forty minutes yeah. for like twenty. So yeah, we're about a half hour. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I enjoy I enjoy like the podcast yeah. setting. I enjoy like just just talking. So I'll definitely be back whenever definitely. you whenever we'll you have you me. back on in a few weeks, and we'll get more in depth. We'll get some breakdown on. on I wanted to get into, and we'll do it here in a few weeks on what what, what you're thinking of this wide receivers group and this mm-hmm. football team, and hopefully. You you know, in a few weeks, it'll be a win over Nebraska, a win over Northwestern. Yeah. You know, Florida Rosedale week. Maybe we can yeah. chat with you then. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. I'm all for it, Good, man. Good to see you, Chris. Thank Good you. Good to see you, too. Thank you, man. All right. He's Chris Altman-Bell. It's episode number 43, the Go Gopher podcast. My thanks to Chris Altman-Bell. What an impressive kid. I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation as much as I enjoyed being a part of it. The future is bright for Chris, no matter what he chooses. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union sponsors our player profile each week, supporting Golden Gopher 
Gopher students. And of course, we're proud to have them support our Go Gopher podcast, your local credit union throughout the state of Minnesota, Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. The Go Gopher podcast is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com. And we're also sponsored by State Farm agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts and please right now be sure to click the subscribe button to the Go Gopher podcast. It's absolutely free to listen. And please share the link on your social media channels so others can listen. We'll talk again next week. Thank you.